award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. It's going to be a fun show for you today. Mr. Don King is helping me co-host. Yes, Jason, it is going to be great, great. We're going to learn all about how to hear the hunt. Yes. And protect your ears at the same time. Exactly, exactly. I'm excited to talk about the, some of these, this new product I've, I've learned about in the last couple months uh, with the Tennessee Conservation Raffle. The Tetra Hearing was a big sponsor, big partner in the in the raffle. Right, right. And, On uh, several of the hunts, that was a part of the package. Yeah. You know, you got to, with this, you know, the turkey hunt, you, you well, anyway, we'll get into the details, but man, yeah. it, this was uh, this is going to be a, a really neat show. I think so. Uh, Mr. Bill Dickinson is with us, the CEO and co-founder of uh, of Tetra. Bill, thank you for being here. Oh man, thank you. This is uh, th- this is this is the place to be. Like I said, it's the ultimate man cave. Like, <laughs> look, I got to sneak in the back door of a, of a rock star. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get you green M and M's later. Uh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it's fun to be here on the show. I hope people that are out there on the radio and, and on social media and all those places are enjoying the show and like like yeah. what they're hearing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and thanks. A shout out to our radio partners. You know, we we uh, we really appreciate them getting the word out getting uh, getting the information out from week to week and uh, we just just thank them so much yeah and uh, you know I think this is the first show back since we uh, were awarded first place exactly yeah at the ACI right. award so we, we are been able to pat, pat ourselves on the back yet had we <laughs> yeah. officially yeah officially so uh, you know we uh, we entered the show into the ACI awards uh, and uh, we won again so first place this time first place that yeah. and that's you know some stiff competition um, tooting our own horn here but Bill I'm just gonna let you know that uh, we as Jason said we submitted it and that's the Association for Conservation Information it's a national organization a lot of the folks that do what we do communications work for state agencies across the country mm-hmm. uh, send in entries and you know uh, Jason being the host, he, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't walked know. away with the number one. Well, it wasn't and, uh, me. It was a team effort. Couldn't yep. do it without you and Todd behind that, the scenes here. That's right. I mean. Todd takes care of us, makes sure we always uh, sound good and look as good as we possibly can, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but but anyway, that was that was really nice to be able to to uh, accept that. And uh, yeah. good job. Well, on man, it. congratulations, because that, that, does, that does not, that kind of stuff does not come easy. And uh, and it's, it's clear just by being in here a few minutes. It's that um, you guys work hard, probably play hard too, but uh, <laughs> you definitely definitely work hard, and it already shows. So oh, that's good. And the, and the best news, you. patting yourself on the back, I think, is appropriate COVID social distancing behavior. <laughs> so like, you can just pat yourself on the back, and you're still you're good right now. So have at it. So. Yeah, sometimes you have to do that because your buddy can't reach <laughs> you. <now>. Good observation. <laughs> that six foot's a long ways away. Oh yeah. man. Oh man. Which is funny. I. Um, that brings I I always I, I call my time in this building was it was my first COVID tragedy. It was uh, we, we were scheduled to to meet here two thousand uh, March nineteenth two thousand twenty. It was my first COVID cancellation. Oh really? Uh, oh, and that's man. what kind of kicked it all off. So it's I'm even more pumped to be here with you guys oh, today. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, I was coming here to meet with Johnny. So. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, Johnny Allred with the foundation. The foundation, uh, you know. Steer, you know, steered this raffle and did a great job with it, and uh, we appreciate all those guys over there, Joey and Richard, and yes, and uh, just all of them, Dan, 
Johnny. But anyway, it's uh, it was a great raffle. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. Also, deer deer season's firing up this weekend. Yeah, twenty uh, seventh, twenty eighth, twenty ninth is the is the velvet or the antlered only hunt. Uh, most of the deer are probably going to be in velvet. You know, some may have lost some of that by now, but but uh, we're excited. It's uh it's happening again this year. So if you're getting ready for deer season uh, this weekend, you can get out there archery only. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So. Um, that's in all units, antlered only. So, just check your guide. Um, I hey, think there's one, one other, exception. To one that. other reminder okay. about tag before you drag. Yes, that's important this year as well as last year and the year before. Whenever we got back into that, tag before you drag is important. You got to make sure you get that confirmation number on that deer, turkey, etc. You know before you right there in the field. You leave the just, field. Just and easiest way to do it's through the app. Just just do it right there where you are. And even if you don't have cell service, uh, it'll It'll hold the information until you do get cell service, and it'll ping it right up there, and then you're good to go. Yep. Very important. Um, and I'll backtrack on my, uh, like I said, this is live to tape, so we're going to backtrack. It is archery <laughs> only, except for the CWD unit, and they can use gun, muzzleloader, or archery. So okay. Just check your guide. Uh, the new guide is out. Uh, if you're watching, I'm going to hold it up. There it is. It's got the Ford truck on the front. Appreciate them being uh-huh. a sponsor for the conservation raffle. But that's the new guide. Um, and... Uh, just check it. Check it before you head out in the woods. Remember your carcass transportation restrictions in CWD land and unit CWD out there. And anyway, we're excited about deer season firing up here pretty soon. All right, uh, Bill. Let's let's. I want to uh, let you let you introduce yourself to the folks out there listening and watching. Um, just tell us who you are and a little bit about uh, how you've got to 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 Tetra. You know, and how that yeah. came about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this is my. My 30th year as a, as a hearing doc, so um, I did all my training up in Michigan, and um, man, I think I've had, I, I think I've just, uh, for myself, I've had the best career I could ever imagine 30 years ago <laughs> when it started out. It started out in, in the VA system, and I was there uh, about four years, uh-huh. and um, got to take care of just some some unbelievably deserving you know, young men and women, mm-hmm. uh, and old men and women. I had my... My first one. I remember the first time I saw a hundred-year-old patient that uh, that I got to take care of <laughs> wow. and um, that kind of stuff. And moved on. I was uh, I was at Henry Ford Hospital. What got me to Tennessee was um, was joining faculty at, at Vanderbilt here in town. Okay. And, uh, I ran the hearing aid program. And then I got a, a phone call and got got asked to. To join uh, the the global leader in hearing care, and it was Phonak US, and so I was vice president of audiology, and that's really where I got to learn how to kind of the, the secret of how sausage is made on, uh-huh. in the hearing aid industry, right? <laughs> uh-huh. And um, and kind of got to look back on, underneath the engines and pick up the hood and, and look at the engine of how these how these devices are made, and that's been that was you know just invaluable. Yeah. Um, to get me to the point, it was really a, a very large family decision. Um, I've got uh, I've got three awesome kids. The youngest is now a senior in high school and at, down at Ravenwood. Uh-huh. Just kicked off Friday Night Lights uh, last go. Friday, and um, he was he was leaving eighth grade, and uh, I was kind of sick and tired of being on a plane <laughs> and going. I got to go some awesome places all over the world and the country, but um, I needed to be home, and it was the best decision I ever made. Two weeks later, uh, we registered Tetra Hearing LLC with the with the state of Tennessee. Man, that's and it's awesome! Been a, it's been a rocket ship ever since. So, yeah, that's crazy. So, where did the name come from? And you know what? It's unbelievable how little I'm asked that. Uh, and so, I, I can't believe you started there. It's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> 
big picture from a, from a science standpoint, um, tetrapods, tetrapoda, uh, was the most well-documented evolutionary process of sea animals to land animals or reptiles to, to, to mammals, okay. right? Uh, and we've got the most, you know, well-documented process of that. In order to do that, they had to change, uh, they had to go from a lateral line like fish and salamanders uh, which is how they felt vibrations and said they had to hear acoustic sound waves, right? So they needed an auditory system. They needed an ear and, uh, and an eardrum. And uh, mammals communicate with each other, right? Uh -huh. There's a whole lot of talk. Spend, uh, spend a moment in April in Tennessee in the woods, and uh, oh, yeah. you know what kind of communication is going on out there, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a great love story going on with those turkeys. <laughs> um, but so they, they, had to, they had to be able to communicate and hear, and, and, and they went from gills to lungs so that they could produce their own sign or sound waves. And it was all about this evolutionary process. And, and honestly, that's, that's what TETRA stands for, is, is the evolutionary process of we have got to start to change how we look about hearing and particularly preventing hearing loss. Yeah. Um, we've just we've come too far in society and other parts with health and wellness and safety, and we've just kind of left uh, protecting the ear. You know, yeah, uh, it might happen, it might not happen, and it most often for 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 hunters and shooters, it most often doesn't happen. Yeah, gets overlooked a lot. I know Jason and I are musicians. Jason plays drums. I play guitar and uh, play in a band together. Mm -hmm. Full disclosure here, but. Uh, yeah, and I've I've done music since I was ten years old. So and I've you know traveled a lot and done it professionally for about twenty years before I started working here full time. And I'm always always uh, aware of my surroundings and and realized how important that is to keep keep your ears. You know, um, uh, and I I do a lot of engineering now, sound engineering and and. Uh, I, I want to hang on to mine as long as I possibly can. So this, this subject matter is close to my heart. Uh, well, you, you just completely, Don, opened the door on, um, on, on really what was the leading technology with how we designed Tetra. And, and it came out of the music industry that 20, 20 plus years ago, we figured out within the ear monitors how to, to finally plug up a musician's ear and it didn't matter if you were playing if it was guitar or drum or bass uh -huh. or backup vocals or lead singer uh, now you see every artist has something in their ears right in the ear monitor in yeah. the ear monitors you know what that is and mm -hmm. you know that each of those in the ear monitors are finely tuned for the performance of that of that artist uh -huh. right uh-huh that's what got us to pursuit based hearing systems for hunting that, that what you need as a turkey hunter is uniquely different than what you need as a, on this dove field that's going to happen here in, in a few days, yep, right? Yep. And what you need in that dove field is uniquely different than a flooded green timber hunt. Uh -huh. And what you need on a New Mexico elk hunt is, is completely different. So the, the hearing and the protective needs are very unique, just like weapons and ammo and boots and gear that right. we have. But it all came from the music industry. Huh. Interesting. Uh, so I, I didn't realize I was talking to a musician here. So, I mean, you couldn't have set that up any better. Yeah, but. Right. Yeah, I think it's amazing. And I've, I've only researched a little bit about, you know, your products and what they can do. And I see that there's an enhancement side and then there's the suppression side, protection side. You know, uh, reading a stat on your on your website talking about how the, the, the duck call can be just as dangerous as a gun blast. Uh, so get into a little bit about how... Uh, how you tune these and, and some of those statistics and things that that makes these products stand out. 
Yeah. Um, so, so here, so you know, this. I think for too long, society has felt that that hearing loss is just kind of a, a rite of passage to to having your own birthday cake, right? Like that, <laughs> that it's just going to naturally happen, or that the, the auditory system is just somehow designed to degrade over time, and that couldn't be more true. Or couldn't, sorry, that, whoa, that could not be more untrue, right? Right, right. Yeah. right. Uh, it's what we do to ourselves along the line. Right. right? It's, it's everything from, you know, the, the classic nutrition and exercise, which probably all of us could do a little bit better at, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, but most of it is sound, exposure to sound. And, um Noise-induced hearing loss is uh, is is the, the the biggest culprit of how we end up with those bad ears, um, and it just tends in general males tend to put their ears in very hazard lifestyles, yeah, uh, you know, um, very unfriendly lifestyles, and it doesn't matter if it's recreationally or occupationally, um, it it doesn't necessarily you know come with that that XY chromosome by any means, but uh, <laughs> but but you know we, we kind of but we're typically, very, we're, we're out there running the power equipment and stuff that, <laughs> yeah, that a lot of ladies aren't, aren't exposed and, and, to. And it's everything, you know, and, and what we don't do is kind of that rite of passage um, of, of, like, just awareness of what you're doing. You know, Jason had a great story before we kicked off here about uh, about your mowing yesterday. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mowing the yard. Mowing the yard, got my earbuds in. And I had muffs on because my muffler's loud on the mower. And, and about an hour in with music going through my headphones, my phone... Pops up and tells me you've been listening to loud music for too long. Pretty much is what it said. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and 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 that's it. Hear, hearing loss is caused by its its intensity versus duration. How loud is it, and how long are you listening to it? And and finally, we had an app, right, mm-hmm. uh, that's able to track that. Because what happens is you put your music in. Now you were actually being very smart. You're putting muffs over over your. Sounds like you had Apple AirPods in, or well, some, yeah. some some version, version of that, yeah. right? Um, and and the idea is, what most people do is don't put the earmuffs over that. And so what happens is you're cranking up that music to right. overcome that muffler, yeah. and now you're getting it from two sources. Sure. And um, and so that, that I, I love that caution flag of like, hey, this isn't this isn't going right. And that's what we we haven't been doing for generations. Uh-huh. You know, that, that first time that you hand over a power tool. Uh, to any young young child, but particularly a, a young man, kind of ends up to be this rite of passage, right? Yeah. Like how yeah. to how to push a lawnmower, start a lawnmower, <laughs> yeah. run a weed whip, a, you know, backpack blower, like all these are things that uh-huh. you know. It's funny, six, seven, eight year old little boys can't wait to do it, but you try to get that 12, 13, 14, 15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What happens? Yeah. Well, yeah. What, what grass, Dad? <laughs> you know, it's not. It's, it's not, not that high yet. We yeah. Don't cut right. It, so. Right. Uh, but that's where we need to start installing. Like, okay, before before you first cut your first log with a chainsaw, this is what we put over our ears, yeah, right? Yep. Um, and we're just trying to we're not we're trying. We are carrying that that mentality uh, and that vision to to hunters and, and sportsmen. Yeah. And um, if we can get them to, in my eyes, it just it's just plain wrong to bring a, a brand new first time hunter. I don't care if they're eight or twenty eight. Mm-hmm or older if it's your first time hunting into a duck blind and they look down at eight years old and they see you know papa and daddy and uncle tommy and their two big brothers and there's not an earplug to be found anywhere right right yeah because that moment is what imprinted on that young kid Uh that this is how you duck hunt and real duck hunters do it this way yeah and that's just got to change and and it used to be 
the technology just wasn't there. There was a lot of reasons, particularly why waterfall hunters, but any hunter, mm-hmm. um, you couldn't blow a call, you couldn't hear your buddies, you couldn't be connected, you couldn't hear those wings ripping, the teal ripping behind you, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> or that, you know, pre-dawn, those mallards just hammering it above you uh, as, as they're getting up and moving, and um, that's what we're there for. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, well, I was going to say, can you explain a little bit how how that particular uh that sounds like enhancement too. enhancement yeah. yeah enhancement and protection you know right there in the duck blind and then saying i think you said this could be also be used that version could also be used for dove hunting absolutely uh, things like that so just uh, yeah, how we does can, that work yeah, yeah we can we can absolutely tell you how sausage is made in, in, tetra, <laughs> yeah. in the tetra booth so um so really what we what we did is just like again like the musician to, t- to take it from there right the the bass guitar guy has to hear and wants to hear it different than the drummer. Mm-hmm. You're a great example. Yeah, more snare in the monitor, <laughs> right? And that's right. and like if if you took your in ear monitors out and and put them in Don's Don's ears, he'd say like, "Well, this sounds horrible." Right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it was built for you to be able to do what you do sure. uh, on that drum set. And we did the same thing. Uh, kind of started with the same science with with Tetra, and so. Um, Actually, I, I think probably many of your listeners, uh, one of their heroes, one of my all-time heroes growing up, was Harold Knight, uh, David Hale, and Harold Knight from Knight and Hale Game yeah. Calls. Right? Yeah, and um, my partner that started Tetra with me, David, Doctor David Genevico, who's got a practice here in, in Mount Juliet. Okay. And, um, and and David and Harold used to fish on Kentucky Lake all the time together uh-huh. and battle it out at the Triton's Owner <laughs> Tournament, and, and that literally where they met. Um, and Harold came up and, and did this, you know, basically that turkey's goblin and I can't hear him no more. Right? Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, and it was, well, Harold, we can fix that. Uh-huh. And, um, and so he's been a, he's been a great, a great source, a great resource to us, you know, from inception. Well, the biggest one, I'm telling you, he sat for two days in clinic we put a microphone down on his eardrum, and we, we made over a 1,000 recordings. He, he blew a whole box of duck and goose calls for two days straight, wow. five hours a day. It was cool. I, would, I wish you were smart enough back then to like just turn on the video camera and just run it because you know, we missed <laughs> unbelievable stuff. But, oh, wow. And so the idea is like that was, that was the beginning of kind of – that's the core of the recipe right there mm-hmm. is that when you, when you don't have an ear blocked off, this is what when a six-time world championship caller and the guy who made the calls uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, that, that that this is what it looks like acoustically at the eardrum and that was the basis of our patent and so um, we fine-tuned that we got uh, we got to be very good friends with Higdon Outdoors up in Paducah Kentucky and um, and again we went up there uh, seemed like a million times. They probably thought it was a million times. <laughs> Again, we'd, we'd put it in their ears and just fine-tune it. What do you like? You want a little more here, a little more there, a little uh-huh. more? And you just keep fine-tuning it to where the, the duck caller finally said, okay, that sounds good. Uh-huh. That sounds normal. I can blow a call all day long. I don't even know what's there. And, um, you know, from an acoustic side, what you're looking for is what's, what's called transparency gain. Like the device isn't even there. And the idea with that is it keeps all those intricate peaks and all that, that spectral content so that when you're doing that and when you're getting on it, and then uh-huh. yeah. right? Yeah. That, that voice, just like all of our voices, have a different spectral content. That's why the FBI can trace us on a, on a, on a phone call, right? Yeah. Uh, well, that duck 
that Susie has the same exact spectral, you know, voice analysis, and and we just throw it through spectral analysis, and and that boom, that became our patented formula for duck, and then we repeated it for turkey. Wow. Repeated it for elk. Repeated it for upland. We 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 digitized pheasant flush and quail flush and chucker flush and cackle and huh. dog wow. bells and Garmin e collars, and we said if you need to hear it in that pursuit, we're going to enhance it. And if you don't need to hear it, like the bang, mm-hmm. or many bangs, uh-huh. then we're going to suppress it. And um, we started with a very, very high end. Uh, we went back to you know the, the same guts, the same chipsets and components uh, that are in very, very high end expensive hearing aids. We've got 16 bands of technology to, to work with. Okay. And so you can say, enhance this, get rid of that. Yeah. And uh, you can slice that pie up into very, very small pieces, and um, and you can say, okay, I want two pieces of this, and and, wow. and, and take away four of this. So. Well, looking at the website, um, you've got the hunting gear tab, and I was looking at this uh, the deer under the amp series. So, say if a deer hunter is going to be getting out there very soon, uh, deer season's right around the corner. Um, what's what's this uh, particular? product going to help them do what, what are they going to hear so on the on the deer side it's a great place to start because um it's it's that enhancement is all about monitoring what's going on around you so our our eyes whether you're hanging in a tree or you know however you like to chase chase those critters but the tree is probably the easier one um what are the frequencies that our ears need to localize sound vertically are very different than the frequencies that we need to localize sound horizontally. Okay, hmm. this is just the, the the dorky ear guy coming out, right? Like, um, and that's just kind of what gets us. But yeah. we use it. We use, our brain needs different frequencies. If you're a turkey hunter sitting at the base of a of an oak tree, to be able to hear horizontally and really pinpoint and localize. Right, right. right. Um, if you're hanging, you know, twenty feet above in a lock on. Uh, you need uh, you need a, a different set of frequencies to really be able to to, to, to localize because it's in a vertical plane. Hmm. The other part is that our our eyes only give us 135 degrees of information, right? And so you know how mom had superpowers and could, yeah. had <laughs> eyes behind her head. Yeah, yeah right. She could exactly. See you doing anything? Uh, well, we we don't have those as deer hunters. <laughs> so uh, your ears give your brain information 360 degrees, and so this ability to monitor. And the, and the deer side is really more. We kind of get we get two bits of feedback. It's this whole like I've got my edge back. I feel connected. I'm engaged. I'm immersed into. I can tell what's going on behind me. I didn't know there was so much stuff going on behind me because if you don't hear it, you don't know what's there. Exactly right. right. Or the younger guys, the the really hardcore. They're like I've got superpowers. <laughs> you know? We hear it all the time. Is there a way to turn off that pesky squirrel? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no. So that's where we looked at. Like we look at cadence. We look at timing. So uh-huh. it kind of goes back to the, to the musician in the ear monitor. Sure. Right. I mean the that that little ground squirrel that we all know about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you amplify everything, which is what a lot of products did, you know, um, kind of before Tetra, is that, that was the biggest, the number one complaint was wind noise. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if you tried any other type of amplification uh, circuit that, that's been out there, it's like they couldn't wear it if there was any amount of breeze, right? Uh-huh. Um, and then it was always that everything's too loud. Mm. 
And, and again, if you end up with a, a single, you know, in the music world, you know what mixing boards look like, yeah, right? Exactly, like, yeah, exactly. Uh, if, 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 if we had, you know, 107 channels on a mixing board, we could make it really awesome. But <laughs> you, no one will wear it on a backpack, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they would. Uh, but so, like, if, if, if we can go in and enhance certain frequencies and get rid of others or enhance certain cadences, right? And that deer going through the woods has a very different cadence than that, than that squirrel. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to find that nut. Okay, hmm. yeah, that's that's awesome, awesome stuff. Um, one thing before we ran out of time, I wanted to make sure we hit on was this personal hearing profile seen on your website. Tell us what that's about. Can you tune it for for a particular person? Absolutely. Okay. So you jump on there. Uh, it's it's basically it's a it's a fully calibrated hearing test. Uh, you have a cool little. Um, uh, a cool little calibration to go through. You rub your hands in front of your nose um, and make kind of a sandpaper sound. Uh-huh. And you listen to a file, your calibration file, and all uh-huh. you do is you turn the volume up of your phone or your tablet or your laptop. You turn it up so that the earphones that you're listening to are the same when you hit calibration as you do when you rub that, rub your hand in front of your nose. And we know we know about how loud that is and what frequencies that is. So huh. that balances everything out. And then all of our all of our tonal frequencies are are uh, are fully calibrated so you can you know with a, a a hearing test you you hit submit that comes to us the first thing we do is we program your devices to make your hearing both equal because that's how we localize that's how we can tell direction right you yeah. have to have sound equal in both ears your brain needs sound equal in both ears and then and then we put in these different specialty programs and so you can either get a single pursuit where it may be just turkey just elk just waterfall just upland or you can get multi-pursuits. So we have a wing shooter special where we kind of do if it flies, it dies. Oh, yeah. uh, and, and, and we have uh, two waterfall, an upland, and a range. Or you can go full multi-pursuit, which uh, I kind of do the, the, the fur and feathers. And so yeah. uh, we can put all of our specialty programs in there. The Texas guys all all summer have been going nuts. We've got a wild wild pig program. And, <laughs> there you uh, go. Uh, wow. So uh, you can mold them. I noticed you can get a full mold to your ear or you know different designs so the options are endless looks like uh we got a we got we've we've won several awards as a matter of fact i get to go to the nra uh we got the golden bullseye award coming oh, up here uh, All right. next, next week i head down to houston i'm super proud of congratulations. that congratulations um, yeah and it's on the, the universal fit which is that alpha shield and and the idea is that we 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 work very hard to get it to fit just like a custom but um jason you're right we can you can get a, a you can get a mold done locally. You send it to us, and we build um, a very sophisticated, fully custom that fits physically, right. uh, customized, and acoustically customized. Well, there's the Harold Knight. There uh, he is. You know, testimony there. That's that's awesome. Uh, a man. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Well, time's running out. Bill, we appreciate you. Um, let me make sure I got this right. At Tetra Hearing on Facebook and Instagram. There right? you go. Yep. And then uh, YouTube as well. You're out there on YouTube. The website is tetrahearing.com. Uh, how else can and, they find and you? And man, just pick up the phone. We love to talk. If oh, you haven't yeah. already figured that out. Awesome. And you right down the uh, road in Franklin, Tennessee. Yeah, new new digs, right? If you're coming, new we spot. got a great new office in the Franklin Innovation Center. Uh, super proud to be a part of that. Um, but yeah, come see us. We got we got people coming through town all the time. They'll come and get fine-tuned. Um, we help select the age. You, we can, you can chat. You can email. You can call. You can text. All right. We're here. Um, it's just a bunch of hunting dudes talking to hunting dudes. So. <laughs> well, we didn't get into that, but I kind of took it as you're a hunting dude or you wouldn't be making this oh, product. Yeah. You've no. been out there doing it, I'm sure, your whole yeah. life. Uh, and I, I, I can't wait. Uh, we'll be out there in the field next next Wednesday. Awesome. So Awesome. 
Well, uh, yeah, remember, dove season's coming up September 1. Uh, this weekend is the the, uh, the antlered hunt. Um, 1.8 million Tennessee Conservation Raffle. 1.88 million with a federal match, almost seven plus seven plus million dollars that we can use for conservation. That's Jeez. right. Thank That's you for your support. Massive woo. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I, that, congratulations. So much. Like, yeah. um, I, we've been here a long time. I, I, I rose, you know, I was able to raise three kids here in the woods, uh, hunting and fishing, and it, it was honestly, it was a, it was an honor. It was a pleasure to partner with you on yeah. that. And, well, um, couldn't done it without so, you. Appreciate it so much. Yeah. All right. Well, this is Tennessee Wildcast. Bill, thank you. Don, thank you. You bet. Thanks, Bill. And thank we'll you guys. See you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with DWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook. Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do.